Hey everyone, welcome to the pod. Bert Alcorn here. Um, we are still in the middle of uh, this series unpacking what is Anthem House to House. And, and where we've been, just as a um, maybe a bit of a primer, is we took about a week to understand why it is we're doing what we're doing. We want to make sure we're starting with the why, starting with um, our biblical conviction, starting with what we feel like the Lord is speaking to us in this season, and then move to the what and how rather than rush the what and how and try to backwards justify a why. So we started with the why, and then we're in this spot right now where we're um, actually working through the what, some of the mechanics of of what it is we are talking about here when we say Anthem House to House. And so uh, last week we did a bit of a primer around what is Anthem House to House, what are Anthem communities, what are core groups, what are big Sundays. And this week is all about leadership. And it's understanding the leadership involved in Anthem House to House and how we are applying our biblical convictions around uh, leadership, authority, eldership, whatever you want to call it, and how we're applying that to this new model and mode of church in this season. And so what we're going to cover this week is, is going to be what we believe about eldership and how our beliefs of eldership are, are at play here with Anthem House to House. Uh, what is the role of a community leader? Um, how is that different from an elder? What does that look like? Uh, and uh, apprentices who are part of the leadership model here. So answering the question of not only what it is that those people do, but how can I grow into leadership wherever I am at? And so first things first, we're going to actually start by talking around uh, eldership and what is the role of an elder in this scattered church house to house model look like. But before we do what I'm going to, what I won't do is I won't do too much like biblical theology of eldership, mostly because I've taught on that several times before in the past. And so the most recent update you can head to um, is you can open up our app, tap on the media tab or head to our website, go to sermons. And there are uh, probably two key sermons that are worth checking out there. One is called Biblical Leadership, and that's actually from our uh, very first like uh, kind of unpacking and, and, and um, uh, announcement to our church of our first crew of elders we installed here at Anthem Ventura. Uh, it's about a year ago. And um, the other sermon is from a year before that from uh, our, our dear friend and mentor, Terry Fouché, who taught on biblical eldership. And those are the two most recent sermons, messages that we've taught around biblical eldership and how we're to understand that in our time and our place. And so if you want more specifically on that, then then go ahead and check those things out. And today what I want to do is just give a basic primer for what we believe about eldership, but also how that's coming to play in our model that we find ourselves in right now. So um, let's start with just a, a basic like framework, foundation, understanding that we that we believe here and that we need to settle before we talk about any other areas of leadership. And the first is that the Bible really clearly teaches that Jesus is the head of the church. Okay, not me, not the elder team, not community leaders, not a house church pastor or a senior pastor or whatever. Jesus is the head of the church and our church, right? The big C church, right? Yes, absolutely. But also our little C church, our community here in Ventura. Jesus is the head. We find that in Ephesians 1, Ephesians 4, Ephesians 5. Jesus is the head of the church. He's the one that we seek and follow as he continues the movement that he himself started 2,000 some odd years ago through his perfect life, substitutionary death, and victorious resurrection. 
after he ascended to heaven, he gave us the spirit and established his church to be led by elders. This is what we see all throughout the New Testament, but it's his church. He's our senior pastor. And underneath the guidance of Jesus are leaders who follow Jesus and encourage others to follow him as well. So at Anthem Church, our formal leadership structure under Jesus involves elders, community leaders, and church members. So Anthem Church is an elder-led church that submits to the authority of the Bible. Now, what we find in the Bible, what we find particularly in the New Testament here is Paul mostly, and then Peter a little bit, is talking about the role of elders. We see that the elder is the highest level authority in the church. They're, they're the highest level of like governing authorities in the church. It's not an outside mentor or an outside bishop or, or an outside missionary, church planner, or whatever. The local elder team is the highest authority in the church. And appointing, the appointing of elders is actually a biblical command. So that's why we're still doing it today as they were doing it 2,000 some odd years ago. And it keeps perpetuating. It is a biblical command for the elder team to continue appointing more elders. So those kind of key scriptural mandates can be found in 1 Timothy 3, Titus 1. We see a little bit about eldership in 1 Peter 5 and Acts uh, 17, kind of through 20 as well. We see kind of some pictures and moments of different elders in these New Testament churches. And throughout scripture, uh, we see three primary words that seem to be used interchangeably to refer to the function of, of one and the same person. So kind of three different words, all kind of getting at the same person. And those words are presbyteros in the Greek, which means elder. It's where we get the word elder from. Episkopos is where we get the word overseer or maybe bishop from. And poimen or poimeia. It's uh, where we get the word shepherd or pastor from. So presbyteros is where we get that word elder. And that seems to have to do with like executing God's justice and government and administers the affairs of the church. And so that's where we uh, maybe might think about church discipline or theological direction. Um, and that's, that's where we get from that word elder. Now, episkopos is where we get this word overseer or bishop. And this is more... Um, uh, I mean, it's what it is. It's overseer, it's a guardian, a gatekeeper, a watchman. And so for us and how we think about it 2,000 years later, uh, maybe eld- the role of eldering is sort of the the spiritual father role. It's the uh, church government discipline theological role. The overseer might be that leadership development strategy, um, making decisions kind of for the function of the church on a day-to-day basis. And the third word, poimen, is where we get the word shepherd or pastor. So it's shepherding the flock. It's the nurturing and care for the flock. It's feeding the flock. It is the tender care. It's the counseling. It's the walking with in the everyday life. And overall, in sum, the responsibility of the local church elder is to simply provide spiritual oversight for a community of believers. Now, what is particularly interesting in Scripture, and something I think we get wrong in the Westernized church all too often, is that the number one qualification for an elder is not gifting, competency, performance, money, leadership, but the number one qualification for an elder is character. So, as we think about 
eldership. And as we thinking about looking for new elders, we're not necessarily looking for the people who are the best leaders or the, the best in front of people or the best now, you know, with our day of online church, the best online in front of a camera. We're not, we're not looking for that. We're looking for um, not who's been around the longest or who's good at preaching or who's gifted or who's rich or who has connections, right? We're looking for people with character. With greater spiritual authority comes this higher level of scrutiny. And so an elder is is more greatly scrutinized in his character than maybe an average church member or even a community leader. And so character is not the end all. It's not the only thing, but it's, it's the door. Like it's the front door. And then you can have the conversation around competency and leadership and culture and chemistry and all those other things. But first and foremost is character, which means that local church members should be able to look at their local church elders and see the character of Jesus active and growing in their life. So, and how it functions in our model that we have right now, each elder oversees their own anthem community, but they also oversee a few others as well as we're thinking about growing these anthems. So where we are at right now, October, we're, we're launching small. We're starting small because we're still trying to figure out a lot of what this is. So we started with three communities. We knew three communities would not be enough for our church, and it would definitely not be enough as we think about growing and making and gaining traction here in our city. And so, but what, what that did is that gave every elder an opportunity to lead a community and to be the forerunners and to lead out from the front. And so as of right now, every elder is overseeing, every elder family is overseeing their own anthem community. But as we reproduce and multiply, um, and we'll have some more by the end of the year, uh, each elder would then kind of oversee a couple that come out and reproduce from their own community. But the elder team as a whole also oversees all of the communities as a whole. And so each elder has kind of their direct sort of shepherding intention on their community. And as they reproduce and multiply more from their own community, they then sort of shepherd a group of communities. They sort of have their maybe one, two, three, four communities that they're looking after from an eldering perspective. But they're also part of the team which oversees all of the Anthem communities as a whole. Ultimately, it's just different layers of oversight and spiritual care for every person who is in our church. But it's also empowering and it's, uh, it's a coaching, mentoring relationship with other community leaders who are not yet elders. So if an issue does come up in a community and that community leader needs help, they have sort of a, a direct person to go to to give guidance Right, and that that elder is not there to micromanage the community, but it is there to serve, to mentor, to coach, to help in that season. And so, for us, the theological or ecclesiological implications of eldership are largely unchanged in our model of church. They are still here to teach, to care for, to protect, uh, to shepherd, to feed the flock, uh, to be a guardian, a gatekeeper, to be a watchman. Um, they All those roles are still there for the elders, and they're still there for the elder team, even in our scattered church house-to-house model. What is kind of interesting and unique, or maybe has shifted slightly, is the eldering will be is quite a bit more hands-on because of just the nature and the method. So rather than only thinking about the the large group as a whole or the church as a whole, elders are still thinking about the church as a whole, but they're also thinking about their community that they lead and the couple of community leaders that they are coaching uh, for their communities as well. 
And so for us, we believe clearly scripture teaches that Jesus is the head of the church that is unchanging, uh, that underneath the guidance and leadership of Jesus are leaders who follow Jesus and encourage others to follow him. Still the case. Uh, an Anthem Church, we are an elder-led church that submits to the authority of Bible, which means that eldering and elders are the highest level of authority in the church, and it's their mandate and responsibility to raise up and appoint new elders as well as um, govern, administrate, oversee, teach, protect, guide, care for, and tend to the local community. All of those things are unchanging. And um, and actually, in a weird way, more of just an aside, like it's already... It's already been really interesting to see our elder team posture and pivot in this new season and even take greater levels of ownership uh, because rather than sort of getting lost in, in the bigness of sort of overseeing the church as a whole, which is very much a still part of our, our role as elders, but they also have like tangible on the ground, like weekly experiences with people that inform our shepherding and leadership as a whole. So in this particular model of Anthem House to House, we still would maintain our biblical conviction that elders are the highest authority in the church and that they are called to be the lead servants, lead carers, and to be leading out front, especially in times of transition. And so I'm, I'm so delightfully proud of our team who has stepped up in huge ways um, and has uh, we've come together in unity in this new season to lead out from the front and be the first ones to go before and, and say like Paul did, follow us as, as we're following Jesus. So this is the first part of our leadership series. Uh, next up, we're going to be talking around our community leaders, uh, who we are asking to lead and shepherd these groups of 10 to 20 people that are meeting in homes, backyards, and online. But until that episode, have a great day. See you soon.